Welcome to episode 260 of the yeah. Casual Tryhard Podcast. This is year five. That's right. This I'm is our Brian. Uh, five years worth of episodes. I'm yeah. James. And we are sticking with our normal stuff. We are talking about a new set. No way. I don't believe it. See, that there's a new set? Yeah. One, one could say this set may have lost its way. They're, they're out uh, looking for it right now. Ooh, I think we just had an episode name. Yeah. Lost. Lost. There we go. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm assuming there's going to be like, uh, you know, a search for the fog monster will show up in one of these cards eventually. Um, <laughs> Probably. Miss, there's going to be a chariot. It's just going to be the mystery mobile or something. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we're talking about uh, murders at Karlov Manor. Our That's new right. Ravnica set. We're going to go over the mechanics. Um, we do have a scheduled rant. We will see if we get to the scheduled rant. <laughs> we'll uh, see. Uh, it's a very, it's a very long, long bullet points. So we, uh, we talked about it in the pre-show, though. So we if did. we don't get it, our patrons will get to listen to it. Yeah, well, at least some of it. So if you yeah. um, want to reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, X. Um, X. email all those links are in the description come in say hey um, let us know what you want to talk about let us know what you think mm -hmm. about this set because we're um, trying to figure out if we're alone on this yeah. uh, on some of our feelings so well it's kind of weird right because like typically when there's big magic news and I would consider information about an upcoming set release big magic news there's a buzz. There's people talking about it on Twitter and Reddit and like all of the places where you would expect to see people talking about magic. And I didn't really see, I only looked briefly. I didn't have a ton of time today, but I didn't really see a whole lot of, of discourse happening. Yeah. So yeah, I'd be interested to see if there's people out there that have a differing opinion than us. Um, if you guys are looking to support the show, though, there's two ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG Player affiliate link, casualtryhard.com slash TCG. Uh, anything you purchase from TCG Player after following that link will help to support the show. It doesn't cost you guys anything extra and really helps us out, so we would appreciate it. And like I mentioned before, our patrons get extra content out of us every week. We do a pre-show where we kind of catch up a little bit because we don't get to see each other really anymore. Um, we make sure all our equipment's working, that kind of stuff. Super off the cuff, um, completely unedited, unscripted. We have no idea what we're going to talk about when we start. But we record it and we feed it right into our patrons' ear holes. Directly They love in. it. Yep. And yeah, so we covered the rant a little bit this week in the pre-show. If we don't get to it during the episode, our patrons can check it out there. Patrons also get access to our show notes, so you kind of get a sneak peek about what the episode's going to be about. And you get put on my mailing list for when I have cool stuff to send out to you guys. Um, I'm making strides towards the Patreon givebacks. I apologize it's taking so long, but... I have a lot to learn before I can crank them out for you guys. So they are coming. I apologize. It's taken a while. Um, but if you want in before I finish collecting all of my knowledge, uh, patreon.com slash casual MTG. You can chip a couple bucks in, help support the show, and get access to some more stuff. 
I mean, if I've if I've learned anything from movies and TV, I basically just need to drop like a case of Mountain Dew Code Red and some Doritos and just like Mm -hmm. leave you in front of your computer to like hack into the matrix of how to make magic card proxies <laughs> and like you can knock this out in a weekend man just like coat mountain dew code red fueled um well, yeah what i what i'm working on isn't magic card proxies oh no oh, other th- oh man even oh yeah no this, this is gonna be cool oh man but yeah there we go you just into i have the matrix. some learning to do still yeah here you go an arena overlay that puts our proxies your your previous proxies on the <laughs> on top tokens of your on, arena cards. on top of your arena cards there you go um have you seen uh uh there's i, I watch jim davis's stuff now from time to time mm-hmm. and um uh he's sponsored by untapped.gg and okay. they have some like oh what is it called but like basically a draft uh, thing that tells you the value of every card in the pack and what you should pick. And then it makes um, changes. It changes the value of cards based on what's already in your pool. Wow. And then at the end, it tells you how to build the optimal deck for the cards you huh. have in your pool. So I'm assuming they're pulling from like 17's lands data, or they might they have their, be. or they have their own like limited data. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're just like. Um, hmm. I'm assuming that's a paid thing. Uh, yeah, it's like a couple bucks. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, huh? Like that seems like that is a a big shift in like the way Magic is played. Right, because yes. before it was like I have to learn what cards are good and read articles and stuff, and it's like, no, paint by numbers. Yeah, it was just like, like I kind of want to download it. Like I don't hardly play on my computer, but I kind of want to like download it just to like see, see what it's about. Yeah, like because yeah. it just seems like so random and like. Well, there used to, I think seventeen lands used to have an overlay that you could install. There was someone, someone did, but it was like. I don't know how good it was. I don't know how good this yeah. is. But, like, yeah. it's just, like, you know, like, the, the little ad is, like, we change the value of the cards based on what's already in your pool and stuff. And it's, like... That's impressive. It's, like, okay. Like, I could see, like, oh, hey, like, like you know, this black card is better than this black card. And, like, you're already red-black. Or, like, oh, you have three black cards and then here's this, like, green-black-gold card. Maybe you should... It's way better than the red card, so take it and, like, go that... Like, maybe yeah. it does that... But it's like, huh, like, I wonder how, like, paint, like, you've still got to, like, not screw up your games, but, like, if, like, the, if it's just, like, a better AI draft than the, uh, than than the bots, yeah, than the bots, and you're just like, oh, I wonder, like, how, like, I bet you it just, like, smashes the bots, because they're, like, awful, so you just, like, end up with, like, the sickest deck, I don't know, but yeah, it's just weird. It's like, all right, so now, now the AI... When was the last time you drafted against the bots? Uh, I think there was, like, a, a midweek magic a while back. It was a phantom draft? Yeah. So it wasn't, like... I don't remember it being, like, just, you know, as many ridiculous rares getting passed to you. Well, I, I found... I, it's been a while since I did one, but I found exactly the opposite. 
Like there were a lot of things that I expected to wheel that would have wheeled in like a normal draft that didn't. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. And I also don't know. Like I think the bots get better as the season goes on. Yeah. So, because like they get like new data fed into them. Yeah. But yeah, it is funny. Like, like where we think of arena. Like I still I have no idea whenever when I will ever play Pioneer. But like mm-hmm. I'm playing a Malia combo, thinking about like, okay, I'm gonna play some Pioneer comp uh, deck at some uh, a tournament at some point. I'm gonna be better with a Malia combo because I've. I right. play like these like five games a morning yeah. Uh, when I work out or whatever. And it, like, and that just kind of is like, no, no, we're arena-ing for the sake of arena. Yeah. And it's like weird to think of it that way. Like I've not made that transition. I'm still like in boomer mindset of like, I've got to play paper. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to talk, like, I was thinking about like, what can we do for five years other than go through these mechanics? And I was like, Oh, we can talk about things that have changed over the five years, and that's a big one. We it we, is a ev- big one. Everyone is now a, kind of a almost everyone is kind of arenaing for the sake of arena. Yeah, and not like well, I mean, we can keep is, going if you want to. We can no, save this for next week. Not that like arena is like arena is like the end goal now. Yeah, not like a thing to. Um, What's well, I mean that kind of coincides with what my rent was going to be, though, right? Yeah, we can we can double up the the end the end goal that is arena. It's also yeah. funny Jim Davis I think uses the untap.gg overlay, and yeah. he can mouse over, and it tells him like the number of lands left in his deck and the percentage chance he'll draw a land, like in real time. Interesting. And it's That's just impressive. like it's like you know. Whatever. He's streaming and whatever. It's fine. But like, you know, like playing the game on Arena and having one of those overlays or whatever. And then like, like you're like, so not developing the skills you need for. I mean, as far as that's concerned, though, you kind of are developing a skill, though, as long as you're paying attention. Yeah. Because you're you're being reinforced with actual data. Yeah, you're. Like what you think your probabilities are, you're being constantly corrected. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, you've seen your opening hand and, you know, you've played through a handful of turns, cast a couple of cantrips or whatever. Like, you have an idea of how far you are through your deck and what's left in it. Mm-hmm. And then to be like sanity checked, like, I mean, you're, there's value there that's not just value in helping you win that game, but value in making you a better player by, providing you with accurate data mm-hmm. so that you can adjust your expectations. Yeah, but it's just funny, like, uh, I've, like, you know, I don't play very much on my computer, but, like, I've never, like, thought to download one of those. Even, like, 17 lands, like, I haven't, like, used yeah. that. But, like, 17 lands has kind of, like, changed the game on some yeah. level because it's, like, here, I can tell you exactly what the most winning card is. Mm-hmm. Like, we can figure out exactly what the best color is. Yeah. Right. Like, and you know, I guess always that magic was like doing experiments, but you never were going to get enough, enough data, uh, enough data. And now it's like, no, like, you know, we have 30,000 games. Yeah. We or 30,000 drafts. We know exactly like what the pick order is. Yeah. 
with the people I, um, that shouldn't be. Like back when Arena first came out, I messed around with one of the trackers mm-hmm. back then. Um, but it was weird because like there wasn't really an official tracker. There was a whole bunch of like homebrewed ones, and they all felt super sketch. Yeah. So I always like didn't really want them on my computer. Mm-hmm. I think Uncapped.gg has become like the kind of the default the one. Yeah. But it was also like the data they were providing wasn't super relevant. Mm-hmm. Like it, it would track your wins and losses, and like help you with win rates and stuff. But mm-hmm. beyond that, like they weren't helping you during a game for sure. Yeah, like I said, like. Like Seth never uses it, but uh, Jim Davis always has. Like, okay, like, okay, we're like, you know, this percentage. Like, we need one of these, like five, like one of these cards. How many are left in my deck? What is the percentage that we're gonna draw? It kind of deal. Yeah, which is interesting. That is interesting. I hadn't heard of that. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I th- like I'm assuming it's untapped. I'm assuming it's the untapped.gg because that's like his sponsor. Yeah, but I am not a hundred percent sure. Uh, have to look into it, but you know, if I if I play on my computer again, I I might. Yeah. Uh, I I shudder to think how long it would take to update my uh, <laughs> my client. It'd probably be better uh, erasing starting. Maybe. It'd probably yeah. be quicker. All right, so let's uh, let's uh, uh, murders at Karloff Manor mechanics. Yeah. Uh, to think. When we started, the surveil mechanic was new. It was. And, and now it's returning. This is how long we've been doing this. It's also evergreen now. Or yeah. not evergreen, deciduous? Deciduous. Deciduous. It shows up kind of frequently. Yeah. All right. So, um, one thing I will say uh, I'm, is... This feels like when top-down design goes wrong. Yeah, that's that is a way to put it. <laughs> They're like it's an accurate way to put it. We want to do tropes from a murder mystery, right? So we're going to make mechanics that fit those tropes, and then we're gonna hopefully build a set around that, maybe. Yeah, about the only thing they didn't do was lock everybody in a house. <laughs> well, Which is what I assumed they were going to do. We don't have all the cards yet. Like, they could. That's true. Uh, they could have everyone locked in a house. Um, but, all right. So, the first mechanic is Disguise, which is Power Crept Morph. Yeah, it's really weird. It is, it's just morph. Um, everything works exactly like morph does, except that it's called disguise instead of morph. And the face down creature for disguise also has warp too. Mm-hmm. And instead so, of being a morph, your, your morph is called a mysterious creature. Well, I don't know if that's entirely accurate because technically morphs don't have a name. Right. Fair. But so, like it was always like this is a morph. R- right. The yeah, token I mean, that's said, what you called it. The, but. The, the, the token said morph. Yeah. And I guess I don't know that um 
this is mysterious creature, whatever well, the, it is. Well, the token says mysterious creature on it. Well, right, but like, does, is it actually called that, or does it not have a name also? Well, it's hard because like, you also have things that are cloaked. So I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but they were like they're cloaked. Oh, like does it use the same token? I guess uh, it does use the same yeah, token. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. So, um, if you play the Constraft, which we encourage you to, you mm-hmm. already have some experience with this. Maybe that's why they released cons was to like slide Prime people you. into like morph. Yeah. Um. So morph is a morpher, I guess, like undisguising whatever it's called, is um. Uh, is a special action. So mm-hmm. to flip over your mysterious creature mm-hmm. you have to pay the disguise cost yep and it flips and um a lot of them flip and have some sort of ability when they flip yeah trigger something to happen yeah i saw something that was like it was like a 4-2 flyer but it had like a downside when it etb'd but if oh, you yeah. disguise it and then flip it it's already in ba- in play Oh, so it doesn't ETB. So it doesn't, it doesn't ETB, so you don't get the downside. Yeah. That's kind of cool design. Yeah, so there's there are things to do. So, like, you can respond with a morph, but it doesn't technically use the stack. Right, it just happens. Anytime so, you have priority, you can do the thing. So, like, you know, if your opponent's like, pay a red, shock your thing, I'll pay the two for the ward, then mm-hmm. he can be like, excellent i went out unmorph my thing and it's a three three yep uh you spent three mana to deal two damage to my thing and it still live yep right so anytime you have priority you can undisguise we'll go with that your uh your disguised creature yep like you said it's a special ability does not use the stack so it doesn't go onto the stack and people can't respond to it. Yeah, it just happens. Yep, just happens. Alright. So I like your definition of uh cloak. Cloak is just manifest where you're taking cards off the top of your deck and putting them face down. Well, so technically it didn't say from the top of your deck. Okay. The article didn't. It's just from somewhere and they're face down. Yeah. You're Okay. Putting a card face down, um, it's not an ability. So with Manifest, you couldn't like cast a card for Manifest. Something else would manifest the card. Mm-hmm. It was always the ability of something else. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's the same way Cloak works, is that something is going to tell you to cloak a card, and then you will take that card and put it face down. Um, there was a, oh, where was it? There was a card that was like, oh, here it is. Exile any number of face-up creatures you control with disguise in a face-down pile. Shuffle that pile, then cloak them. To cloak, put a ca- uh, to cloak a card, put it onto the battlefield face-down as a 2-2 creature with ward 2. Turn it face-up anytime for its mana cost if it's a creature. Yeah, so, so it doesn't have, doesn't have a name. Oh, yes. Fair. Um, so, um, 
you just flip them over yep. and then you so they don't they don't have to have uh to cloak you don't have to have a disguise cost always this that card i just read what was it uh expose the culprit mm-hmm. um it was um it required them to have disguise so you, like you can have a creature face down from cloak and if it's a creature you can pay its mana value and flip it over yeah so a, a couple differences between uh cloak and disguise and incidentally um manifest and morph is that things that aren't creatures can be faced down while mm-hmm. using this ability so you could have a land as a 2-2 creature with ward 2 you could have an instant that's a 2-2 creature with ward 2 um the difference is that if it's not a creature you can't turn it face up for its mana value yeah uh, whereas if it's a creature you can if you end up with a disguise or morph or a creature with disguise or morph face down from cloak you can choose whether to turn it face up with its morph cost its disguise cost or its mana value so we've we've talked about complexity creep in the past uh-huh remember when it was like all right for limited we did morph Mm-hmm. And then we did manifest, and yep. there were no morphs. I guess there were kind of because like you had the you drafted the sets together, but you yep. like got the like we're gonna get more figured out. Now mm-hmm. we're gonna layer the extra complexity of having manifest on it. Yep. And then on the next set we're gonna do mega morph, which is this morph with like a plus one plus one counter. Also, yep. horrific name. <laughs> um, yes. Mega Morph. <laughs> just, just yeah. Like they, Morrow just asked one of his kids to name it, um, yeah. right? But like this, they're like, you don't get time to get used to one. I guess like doing contrast was your time to get used to the concept of like morph slash disguise, and they're just like, here's both of them mixed together. Have fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So like, these are fine. I mean, again, from the top down perspective, like. Ooh, like you don't know who's who. It could be anyone, kind yeah. of deal. Uh, which I called for New Capenna, but I guess I was a little off. It like <laughs> totally skipped my mind about like, oh, we could morph here. That's right. I mean, this kind of has New Capenna vibes. Yeah, a it little does. Bit. It does. All right, we have a returning mechanic. We another have one. Another one. <laughs> yeah, weren't the first two just returning mechanics? They are. I mean, this. This is the argument of everything's kicker. Anything face yeah. down is morph. It doesn't matter. It's just morph. Yeah. Um, we have investigate. So investigate is uh, you get a clue. A clue is an artifact token with two sack draw card. Mm-hmm. Um, this was this is the early start, or this was this the start of like artifact tokens everywhere. Like this one, uh, right? Yeah, basically. We had, uh, right before Clues in uh, Shadows over Innistrad, we had, was it Ethereum Cells from... And one that Tezzeret. one Tezzeret. And they yeah. were just treasures before they we had treasures. treasures. I guess yeah. technically when we go all the way back, there was the gold token in Theros. Yes. 
Like that was like the, the OG first, treasure. That was kind of the first one. But yeah, this is where like a set was built around investigating. Yeah. I mean, it is um, things you're going to care about, like when you investigate, do a thing. So when mm-hmm. you make a clue, do a thing. Or when you sacrifice a clue, do a thing. There's yeah. A- uh, I was just going to say the more like when I was writing the show notes out, the more I thought about like investigate in general, probably for limited, there's going to be a lot of things that care about sacrificing just an artifact instead of specifically a clue. There's, there's a lot of things that care about you sacrificing artifacts. Um, and to kind of like piggyback on this, since you draw a card mm-hmm. there, I, there's already some cards. They've not spoiled that much, but there's already cards that are like, when you draw your second card this turn. Yeah. So they're kind of really like, well with investigate. Yeah. So you can like, kind of do it both ways. You can be like, Oh, when you sacrifice a clue, do a thing. Or yeah. When you draw a card, which you had to sacrifice a clue, presumably to do like, right. this is a fine mechanic. Um, mm-hmm. They brought back secretly one of the best cards in Magic, uh, which is Spectre. yes, novice investigator. Yep. Um, like you don't think that's particularly good, but three mana for a one-two draw a card on the installment plan, yeah, is pretty good. Like where you can just have this clue sitting there. No, I mean there's also been and- plenty of decks that showed off the power of random game objects. So yes. Random game objects, but I was going to say, like, you have this situation where you're like, here is this treasure, or here is this card that I have sitting here that yep. I have I have a place to put two mana when I have two mana left over at some point in the yep. next, like, five turns. Yep. Right. Um, it's also going to be interesting to see, like, does um, a second Thraben Inspector trump uh valderan epicure in uh like the boros the boros convoke deck or does it play like 12 things 12 inspector yeah like yeah 12 game object um yeah one drops and like shave something else but like Mm -hmm. it's like maybe there's people are like i like the 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 threat of drawing a card and like i like the damage and it's just like you know but investigate investigate was like fun in shadows Mm-hmm. So, hopefully they yeah, do it's a shown up a couple the times since then. Mm-hmm. And it's been good. Yeah. All right. Um, the uh, next one we have here is called Suspect. No, I don't like we it. We don't have a next one. Oh no, we oh. have a next one. I'm just I don't. Oh, okay. I don't like it. Not a fan. Not, Not a, a fan, fan already. And we only have the. Na- I don't have the name. So with Suspect, uh, something is going to tell you to suspect a creature. Mm-hmm. That creature will be designated as suspected. Um, I think we were kind of speculating in the pre-show that this may be with like a punch-out token or something. I hope. Yeah, I hope so. As long as that creature is suspected, it gains menace and can't block. And it remains suspected as long as it's on the battlefield or something unsuspects it. Removes the su- suspicion? Yes. Unsuspect? removes yeah. the suspicion. I think I think like the way they've worded it is like it loses loses suspect. Yeah, let me see. I saw <laughs> I saw That's even a worse. card um I feel like I saw um oh, the alibi. Here we go. 
Uh, okay. So, Airtight Alibi, the names. Yeah. Uh, when Airtight Alibi enters the battlefield, untap Enchanted Creature. It gains Hexproof um, until end of turn. If it's suspected, it's no longer suspected. No longer suspected. Okay. Is how they have chosen to word this. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, um, it seems like a tracking nightmare. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're trying too hard. And... I just don't think it does anything. Like, what even is the purpose? I mean, top-down design... So this made me. This <laughs> yeah, but made me like think, that's it, right? This has to be one of the least impactful mechanics ever. Yeah, the only thing I can think is this mechanic may indicate that this format is fast, which is hard to be fast compared to a lot of the formats we've had recently that are a lot of them are like blazing fast. But this mechanic makes it so your creature can't block. Mm-hmm. So which means you have to attack with you it. You have every to turn. attack with it or you just are wasting your piece of cardboard. And it right. gives it menace, which makes it better at attacking. Right. Or conversely, you're ahead, you make one of your opponent's creatures suspected. Yeah. Now it can't block. Now you can mm-hmm. get like you're just putting a bunch of hammer hands basically in in the set. Right, the set's yeah. got gonna have like fifteen things that say target creature can't block. Yeah. Right. So like, is it gonna be a situation where like games are like, you play your thing, your opponent plays their thing, then you play a thing that suspects their thing and attack, and mm-hmm. then they suspect your untapped creature back, and then they attack, and like you surprise know, no longer suspected. Yeah, and like that's it, it's that or you're like you're like okay. Like, if you go, like, two suspect creatures, uh, creature that makes something suspect, creature that makes something suspect, right? I don't know if they have creatures that do that, but, like, okay, convenient target, red, enchantment aura, enchant creature, target creature, uh, when convenient target enters the battlefield, suspect enchanted creature, right? Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one. So, like, you can give your thing menace and just YOLO, I'm not going to block. Or you can give their thing, you're a little bit bigger, but I'm going to win the race. Mm-hmm. So it's like hammer hands or like this probably takes a spot of hammer hands in like, um, like the, oh gosh, the light pause decks. Yeah. Right. Cause like, well, maybe not. Cause like, I guess if it's in your hand, you can make it so their thing can't block. But if you tutor it up, you give your thing menace, which oh, might just yeah, be yeah. unblockable. Yeah. But yeah, it does feel like a mechanic that was just like, we need something else. Yeah. And like, I don't. Well, like what I meant is like a creature not being able to block is, I mean, it's a thing and mm-hmm. it can win a game, but it's not like overly powerful. Like Falter isn't super powerful. It's not. I mean, I guess there's, and, like, a push-pull of, like, you make it so it can't block, but you make it harder to block. So you have to make sure you're yeah. going to, like, win the race. And, well, I mean, same thing goes with Menace. Like, Menace is fine, but you're not you're not putting cards in your deck because they say Menace on them. What do you mean? 
Not like, typically, no. It's it's not either side of that isn't a card. No, it's it feels like I said, it feels tacked on. It felt like we need But that's the whole mechanic. It's just like a feeling of thing that feels tacked on. Where yeah. it's like we need a thing that uses the word suspect. Right. So how are we gonna do that? And like why is it that a suspect is bad on defense and good on offense? Like I don't understand like Oh, I didn't read it that way. I thought that like if, if you're suspecting somebody of something, like if you're suspecting if I'm suspecting you of being a murderer. Okay. Like and I make that known so everybody knows that you're suspected of murder, like you're scary now. Oh, okay. But then why are you so scared that you can't block? No, you can't block. You're on the run. Oh, fair. Okay. Okay. You can't block. You can't stay in one place. Fair, 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 fair. You're okay. a suspect, man. They're out to get you. It's flavorful. Okay. It's top down. They started okay. at the top and then said, we, we need to do a thing with suspects. I, I think it was. <laughs> What's a suspect should... do? Yeah, exactly. It okay. It, fair. So <laughs> if you run, you can't block. Yeah, but and like you're scary, you... so you get menace. Okay, okay, I, I'm with you. I'm with you on the top-down design. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a mechanic. It just feels like words yeah. thrown together. Yeah. Right. Like, I I understand the desire, or like the, perhaps the feeling of obligation to like make new mechanics each set but there comes a point where it's like you've got a bajillion mechanics you can just bring some back and well, they did they brought back morph and manifest <laughs> but like you can bring some back and not screw with them and just like let them do the thing like in your yeah. game will be fine like people play cube with just mishmashes of old mechanics smashed together like, right. LSV is apparently feeding his family just streaming cube drafts. <laughs> right? Like, people like this. Like, people like your old mechanics. You don't need to just, like, constantly, like, make things awful. Uh, yeah. All right. So, next, we have um, Collect Evidence. Collect Evidence. What is this? So, this is kind of the inverse. Um, it's an extra cost you pay. But it's not just kicker. It's not? It's not, because this can be on activated abilities or triggered abilities. Whereas mm. kicker is when you cast a spell, collect evidence you do whenever it asks you to collect evidence. Um, so to collect evidence, you exile cards from your graveyard equal to a mana value that is provided like next to this ability. It'll say collect evidence eight and you'll have to exile cards from your graveyard with a total mana value of eight. And then you get to do the thing. Gotcha. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah. I think I got that right. Yes. Um, and yeah, the, the way this is different from like a kicker is that this is well, kicker was like an extra cost for just spells. This is an extra cost for everything. Yes. There are spells that have it. There's creatures where it's like a ward cost. Yep. 
There was something with an activated ability I thought I saw. Perhaps. Um, I know we, we don't have all of them yet, but... Yeah. I thought I saw one with an activated ability. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, there's, there's some spells that have it, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's fine. It's like weird delve. It's like bizarro delve. Yeah. Where basically lands are no good. Yeah. It's like the inverse of delve. Yeah. It's like, you've got to get big things in your yard. So I've already, uh, seen like aspiring spike talking about how like, um, uh, Street Wraith or some of the big cyclers from uh, uh, Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. are going to help fuel this because they will, right? Like you cycle away Troll of Cause of Doom when you have a six already. Right. Um, like we were talking in the pre show, like some of the land cyclers from Ixalan mm-hmm. are like seven mana like you basically covered a lot of them like eight's the highest one we've seen um or the ones from Amonkhet, like mm-hmm. the desert ceridon six mana right yeah and i think um the blue guy the the hexproof guy i think that's six or seven yeah. mm, maybe Stripe oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah yep yeah i think that is six six as well so like you have this thing. I wonder, so this is something I just thought of, right? It doesn't limit you to cards, like a number of cards. Number of cards? Right? You think you can overpay? What if for some reason you wanted the lands out of your graveyard? Or like low cost hmm. things, right? So like you could have like, you know, whatever, um, whatever this... Uh, collect evidence for and you could like remove 12 cards from your graveyard yeah right like you could remove any zeros you wanted to get rid of any lands you wanted to get rid of it says any number of cards even extra ones if you really oh so you can like even overpay with like mana you value can overpay okay yep. so like i wonder if there's something like not not that you want to do this in like modern, but um, what's he called? Merktide Regent, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you when it when a uh, a card leaves your graveyard, right? Oh, yeah. When instead of sorcery, you put a counter on it. Yeah. Right. So like it it's a way to grow your Merktide. Um, yep. Strixhaven didn't the lore hold a mechanic. Be like, hey, when something leaves your graveyard, get a thing. Make a spirit, yeah. Yeah. So, like, here's now a way to, like, have more things, like, enter exile from your graveyard. Yeah. I think a lot of the stuff that does that, though, is one or more. Yeah. And this would only be one instance. So, Fair. like, that wouldn't really reward you for paying. Fair. But, like, I'm just wondering if there's, like... I can't think of a reason that you're like, I would like to exile my own graveyard now. Thank you. Yeah. But like, I don't know. There's probably more efficient ways to do it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the like, the one green mana, like, creature tutor. Yeah. With like, you know, with uh, collect evidence eight, right? Like, 
you know just nuke my graveyard yeah or like we were talking like a parhelion's eight if you have two parhelions in your yard this is just a green mana exile a parhelion get a grease fang get a grease fang yeah um or you know whatever random things are in your graveyard like you know is it easier to uh collect evidence eight or get delirium and it probably depends yeah, I mean, on I think the deck. It depends on the deck, yeah. But, right, like, that's something to consider. Yeah. But, yeah, I wonder if there's a thing that, like, hey, if I exile my entire graveyard, a thing happens, or... Yeah, know. I think they alluded to that somewhere. I had a note here that sounds things care about having collected evidence well. Okay. So I don't, I don't know where I pulled that from. But... Um... I wouldn't have wrote it if I didn't think it was true, so. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and and that's all that matters is perception, right? Yeah, I am not in the business of lying to myself, <laughs> I don't think. Um, so, yeah, so, like, it's, again, it feels, uh, again, in the pre we were talking about, like, it's weird that we had, like, descent in a number. Yeah. And now we have another mechanic that is like a Collect word in a, a number. number and yeah. it's just like why why it's, i i know why like maro's getting to the end of his notebook of like yeah. mechanics he thought up like 30 years ago and then yeah. he's like crap crap oh yeah these are all the rejects that we're getting now yeah um so it is interesting like i'm I kind of want to go back and maybe do like a scryfall search for like when a card like leaves a graveyard or when a card mm -hmm. enters exile. See what's out there. Yeah, because like there might be like, hey, when a card enters exile, do a thing. And there well, might. You want to queue that up real quick while Let's... I talk about the next mechanic? Sure. And then we'll we'll circle back to it. So the next mechanic we have here is cases, and these are a new. Enchantment subtype, I guess. Uh, they're kind of saga adjacent, where like multiple things on each case. When, like, as step one, they are a thing. They either do a thing when they enter the battlefield, or they have some sort of static ability. And then underneath that, they have a condition that has to be met and a timing. Um, I think I've seen some of them that care about your end step, some of them that care about your upkeep. But if you meet the condition during that time, then you get to go to step three and do whatever step three is. Um, some it's a triggered ability, some it's a another static ability, some it's an a activated ability. Very much like a saga where you're kind of working through the ranks, except instead of doing it like turn by turn by turn, you're doing it like when you meet the conditions. Well, I guess when you meet the one condition. Mm. Uh, yeah. So it's like it's like a saga, but like you control how you walk through the story instead of well, it, you're like, you're working towards it instead yeah. of like just being being present for it. Yeah, I guess like remember those like I'm gonna date myself those tapes or like records when you were a kid that was like when you hear the boop turn the page yeah every yeah. turn the saga goes boop right? right with the investigate like 
you get to decide, like, I've yeah. worked through this page. I now get to turn it to, to the next thing as opposed to being told every turn, boop, move yeah. through the story. You kind of get to choose when you move through the story. Yeah. Uh, I am looking. I've not found anything yet. I've not given up. Nothing came up in Scryfall? Like, there are 214 cards for uh, Card Enters Exile. Yeah. Right? Um, so there might be something here, but um, I don't know. That's what Reddit's card for. Card Leaves Graveyard. Yeah. Oh, Card Leaves Graveyard. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. That's probably more than Card Enters Exile. Let's see here. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm There's sure only... somebody on Reddit has figured it out. Or... Yeah, um... There's only 31 of those. Um, Anything game-breaking jumping out? Nothing is, like, jumping out um, at me. I've not found anything. Uh, so. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not, not seeing anything. No. Uh, But yeah, I there's probably something, and I'm doing a poor scryfall search. Um, no biggie. But um, so, anything else to add to cases, or that's I th- I think it, I the think. big difference between cases and sagas, other than kind of like the pacing, yeah, is like sagas when you cast it and it resolves, you know exactly the outputs you're going to get and when you're right. going to get them, like. If there's a particular like case that is good, everyone yeah. knows what the condition is. Right. So like they can be they like, can oh man, I've gotta that. like yeah, I've gotta destroy their clue. Because yeah. if I don't, bad things are gonna happen. Or I have to destroy uh this creature because if not, whatever yeah. thing happens. So like they can like more like aggressively keep you off of it, which could give mm-hmm. a little bit more interplay. Yeah. But also, like, I think weakens them. Like, it might be a situation where you have to, like, play your... You try to play your cases when you've already met the requirement. So they immediately pop? Yeah, so you're just like, I need four clues. Yeah. I have three, and when this comes in, it investigates. So yeah, I effectively... There was one that cared about cards in a graveyard, too, I mm-hmm. think. So it might be... You might play them differently where you're playing them maybe as like a a spell with with a condition almost remember the legendary sorceries where like you can't cast this unless you have a legendary creature or planeswalker right this might be like hey you can't you don't cast this spell until you have met the condition yeah except for the ones that like trigger on upkeep because then they gotta not only get through the rest of your turn they also have to get through its entire turn uh, while having met the condition. Unless the condition doesn't matter. I mean, maybe maybe the first, maybe the the first step on them is, is good enough. Want. Yeah. Well, some they're not all ETBs. Some of them are static abilities, too. I yeah, think. like the the thing, ETB static, yeah, whatever whatever yeah. it does, like you've the piece of cardboard is better than... Uh, yep. So you find anything interesting, or do you want to get into my uh, my little um, rant here? 
We can perhaps uh, rant away. All right. I mean, we've already talked about some of it as we were going through the mechanics, and yeah, we alluded to some of it before that, and we also talked about it in the uh, pre-show, so we've already kind of discussed this a bit. But to me, like this, uh, this guy kind of seems like a cop-out. Mm-hmm. It's just putting a new skin on Morph. It's not like breaking ground with new mechanics or come up with something interesting. It's like literally just putting a new skin on Morph. And part of the problem with this in particular that I think we talked about this in the pre-show, but we didn't talk about it earlier is that the, like it doesn't play well with morph, even though it's the literally the exact same mechanic, they don't play together because the things that care about morphs don't care about disguises and the things that care about disguises don't care about morphs. Now, some of the stuff does care, like, just about things turning face up, and, like, they don't mind whether you're a morph or a disguise, but it's kind of, like, parasitic. Like, you would think if you were building a morph deck and there's a mechanic that's just morph that it would play well together. I guess parasitic isn't You'd think that they would play well together, and Mm -hmm. in reality, they probably don't play very well. Together. And it's funny that they just, you know, I guess they should have realized that Cerveo was coming when they took yeah. all of the cards that were Cerveo but with more words mm-hmm. and just made them surveil. Yeah. Right. When they were like, you know what? What is it? Consider? Consider yeah. would play better with all these other cards if it just if said it was surveil. Just surveil. Yeah. So we should make it surveil to then take a mechanic that is. I feel like there's another mechanic recently. It was like effectively the same mechanic as something else, and yeah. just be like, "We're gonna make it different so they don't work together." They keyworded it. Yeah, we're gonna keyword yeah. it in a weird way. So it yeah. does kind of suck that you lose a lot of the backwards compat. Oh, it does change how it plays, but like night day versus the old oh, werewolves. Yeah. So like they printed all these werewolves. But they didn't. They weren't backwards compatible with the werewolves you had from Innistrad. Not only were they not backwards compatible, but you like actively didn't want to play them together because it was just a nightmare to track what was flipped on. Yeah. But so like now you have this thing that like, you know, I guess they can make the payoffs so that they work with Morph because like, do they like? You are transforming, right? Like, is that the language you're... When you undisguise something, right? Oh, I don't know. Is uh, it transforming? You know, you turn it face up. So, yeah. like, uh, Secret Plans and Trail of Mystery is, like, when you um, turn when a creature face, face up, up yeah. it triggers. So, like, the payoffs work, mm-hmm. right? So, like, they could print cool payoffs... So I guess like maybe it works because the payoffs are when you turn a creature face up. Yeah. But it is like unintuitive that you're going to have like, is that face down thing a morph or is that face down thing? Like man, disguise, like, disguise, like the, 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 the value of morph tokens just went through the roof. <laughs> well, good. Cause I got a whole bunch of them. Got a stack, got stacks yeah. and stacks. 
Um, yeah. Or is that a manifest or is that a cloak? It's like, oh, my God, I don't know. <laughs> Stop. They're all tutus. Yeah. Just, ca- just cast your anger of the gods and let us all move on. <laughs> to that point, the exact same thing applies to cloak as does disguise. Mm-hmm. So everything I just said repeated again for yeah the and, the idea of like we don't have like a a like unique way to like differentiate to like come up with a new mechanic that is like yeah. sneaky and we're just going to like power creep morph yeah cuz like think about how ridiculous ward 2 on the cards and cons would have been. Oh yeah. Your right of the serpent costs eight. Yeah. To kill a three Good mana luck. two two. Like there's just no way. Right. Yeah. So it just feels like they were like, well, it can't just be, I'm guessing like they were like, it can't just be like, it's a hundred percent exactly morph, but mm-hmm. we just changed the name. So like, yeah. well, what can we do? I'll just give them all ward. Is there, so when I first read these two mechanics, I, I'm not sure why, but I got the impression that they were doing this for, I had a very different impression than you did. Like when you saw them, you thought that it was because it's top down design. Mm-hmm. They needed a mechanic to represent these things. So this is what they did. When I read these mechanics, I got the impression that they wanted to redo more make it more reusable, make it more appealing to whoever's playing the game now instead of whoever's playing the game. Yeah, but I, I don't know, like, how reusable is Disguise? And I know you said that, like, anyone can grab, like, a big nose and a mustache. Well, it, I mean, really, though, if, like, if you're using Morph, like, that refers to a very specific kind of magic in magic the gathering now like you mentioned in the pre-show we've seen it in two different places Mm -hmm. but it's a very specific kind of magic that does this it's not widespread it's not on every plane but i mean every plane could theoretically have somebody in disguise like you i you could dress up as somebody else you could pretend you're a badger you could hide yourself in a (laughs) in a barrel you you know what i mean (laughs) Oh, ignore me. I'm just a wee badger. <laughs> you're a badger. I was going to say that, like, the entire, like, um, story of Keldheim was, boom, Valky's yeah. Tibble. Right. Exactly. Could have been. It's a disguise. It's a disguise. Yep. Three kids um, in a trench coat. <laughs> three mana. Play it face down, seven mana, unbeatable <laughs> planeswalker. Um, yeah, like, but it's like al- literally any plane could have a disguise, but it's whereas also, not any plane could have a morph. It's also one of those mechanics that feels a little complicated. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a special action. It doesn't use the stack. Like, it feels like it's a yeah. thing where like that's hard to throw in everywhere. But they are just throwing wither up in up in this piece randomly. Sure. So yeah. 
Are there any Wither heads out there that are just like, oh man, I can't wait till they print another Wither card. Like, can't wait uh, for the new Massacre Girl. Yeah, so I don't know. It seems so. When I, real quick aside, when I saw the card for Massacre Girl, mm-hmm. the new Massacre Girl, um, I didn't see the regular version. I saw the like alternate art special version, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find it now, and. Oh, here it is. Oh, is it going to the and, chat? And uh, I, I misread it. I, the card's name is Massacre Girl Known Killer. Mm-hmm. I thought it said Massacre Girl Clown Killer. <laughs> and the art on the alternate one, like Massacre Girl's got like a big painted on smile like a clown. Mmm. Uh, see here. So every time I see Massacre Girl, I think, it's the clown killer. Oh, very Jokerish. Yeah. Like, very, like, very, very, very Jokerish. Yeah. Uh, it's the clown killer. That'd have been pretty good. The Massacre Girl clown killer. There we go. <laughs> uh, I mean, Anyways. even her, even her regular art. Has yeah. the has the big thing, the smile, the big smile. Yeah, I guess her like original one did as well. Um. All right, and then I agree with you on the next thing that suspect is like an arena mechanic. Yeah, it's a nightmare to track in paper, and I think this was in the pre-show that I said this, yeah. but it's one of those mechanics that. Kind of like I alluded to, either isn't like super duper impactful. Like nobody's gonna build a suspect deck. It's a thing that they throw on some cards for limited. It's impossible to track on paper, and it's not gonna really impact the game much. Like sure, it's gonna like get a blocker out of the way once in a while, game. But in the grand scheme of the set, it's not gonna be impactful enough until somebody forgets that something has been suspected and attacks with it and or, then they realize it or the blocks, blocks with it and then like two turns later somebody realizes that that creature shouldn't have attacked and it's too late to fix anything and it like ruins a whole tournament or or someone attacks and they forget it has menace and it, yeah. and it gets single blocked yeah, yeah where it's just like I was saying like you know the uh back in the scarab god days like we're gonna be pulling the card out of a sleeve like this is suspected mm-hmm. and oh no it's no longer suspected like push it back in the sleeve yeah. right like that might also happen where like it was suspected then it was no longer suspected and you should have pushed it back in the sleeve and you forget to then push it, it back in back the in. sleeve and then your opponent yeah. thinks it has menace or thinks it can't block right. and they right. attack and you're like ha and they're, gotcha. like, they're like, but it was out of the sleeve. Like, oh, I just forgot to push it in. Yeah. Or whatever. It must have fallen out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely like they keep making mechanics that are like harder and harder to track in paper. And yeah. this is a mechanic that doesn't seem like the juice is worth the squeeze. Like, yeah. the, I the, feel like, like we get one of these every set, right? Yeah. There's, there has been one mechanic in like every set for the last year 
that's it's just impossible to play in paper. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, the arena client will fix it. Like ninety five percent of the uh, games are played on arena because uh, we have murdered all OP. So yeah, we're just not gonna we're not gonna concern ourselves with how people would like. Would you want to play this in paper? We don't care. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do I look like I a just, person that cares? I do not. No. I just feel like this. I, I know we haven't seen the whole set yet, and hopefully my my tune will change. But based on the cards that we've seen, no, there's a couple I think are all right. But there's mm-hmm. nothing exciting in this set. And when you read through the mechanics, there's nothing like I'm excited to play with. Like you're gonna build a disguise deck? No. Are you gonna build a suspect deck? No. Like these okay, aren't you you keep saying this, but you forget about like the entire commander community. Like someone is like they have like their Optimus Prime commander and then everything's gonna be a robot in disguise. We're gonna, gonna have dress disguise. them up as a badger. They're gonna be badgers, they're gonna they're just gonna go nuts. Um but like yeah, I'm not looking at it. I think I texted you and said, man, all these mechanics are, are booty. Uh, yeah. Right? It's just like, oh, these are all bad. Like, none of these, yeah. I wasn't like, oh, man, this is great. It's like you said, a reskin of Morph. And yeah. then, like, you know, delve at home. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, it's kind of delve. It's kind of not. It's kind of different. Like, it doesn't feel like it's new. It's just like right. kind of replaying it's funny that we have knockoff morph and knockoff delve after we mm-hmm. just played the set that gave us Cons. morph and delve together. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, did you? Well, did I mean, you maybe like that? that's why we're making the connection. Now. Yeah. Like, did you like that? Uh, three that three weeks of cons. Well, I got a surprise for you. Yeah. Here's, here's some co- more. Here's some more. Um. And then, yeah, like, when I when I was reading through this in. I mentioned it earlier also that this doesn't feel like a main set release for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, typically I'd be looking forward to spoiler season started or starting. And to me, this feels like aftermath where it's just like a thing that happens and like, doesn't really matter a whole lot. And I don't know. It doesn't feel like a main set release. I mean, it's also hard with like, you know, the in the era of perpetual hype. Yeah. To like get yourself up for a set and like be excited when since like when like just since the fall mm-hmm. Wilds of Eldraine, Lost Caverns of Ixalan, Ravnica Remastered, more Lord of the Rings cards. Yeah. Fallout and now Martyrs at Karloff Manor. Yeah. Right. Like there have been six sets, uh, according to Mythic Spoiler, not counting secret layers. Right. That have happened since um, October. Yeah. I Fallout's not out yet, but. What? Fallout's not Fallout's out yet. Fallout's not out yet. Yeah, but, but we've, we've already seen cards for it. We've seen like a good number yeah. of cards. So like yeah. it's just hard to be like, yay, I'm super excited about this because like. Every two weeks, there's, like, new cards. Right. And, like, I used to, like, go to Mythic Spoiler all the time and check stuff. And now I'm just like, meh, we'll we'll check in whenever. 
But it does, it, it, it does feel like stuff's kind of like shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. It, it also, like, I made this comment when we went uh, a while back. We went through, like, you know, we're going to have, like, the Death Race set with, like, the Omen Path thing. And we're going to have the Wild yeah. West set. Like, I feel like because they're just kind of, like, going through their Netflix, like, movie library, library that, like, it's just going to be, like, like just, like, played out trope after played out trope yeah right like well the the is it dusk morn or whatever mm-hmm. is another like trope set mm-hmm. the 70s 80s horror or whatever yeah because like i think it's i don't know how many world builders they have left right yeah but it's super well they don't hard. need them now that they got ai right i guess we do not use AI, <laughs> except for when we pay other people to use AI. Right. Um, but you... Then we still deny it. But, like, I think it's really hard to go from, like, a roughish idea to, like, Kaladesh. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I think that's really hard to do. Yeah. And... You know, they've done it recently. I think Wilds of Eldraine, like, was kind of a different, like, it was, you know, like, a a twist and very different, like, fairy tales kind of Mm -hmm. thing that felt a little bit more flushed out. But it's harder to, like, do a Kaladesh, do, like, a cons and kind of, like, build, like, an entire world with, like, a history. And it's, like easy to like well we know Ravnica there's not a lot of backstory here we don't need to build anything we're gonna go to Ravnica we're gonna murder someone and then we're gonna like just put lines from every whodunit movie we've ever watched mm-hmm. into um the uh onto the cards and call it good yeah also just like you know, r- random thought as I was uh, looking at the previews. Remember when Magic Cards had flavor text? Mm-hmm. I was just looking and I was like, wow, there's so much text on these cards now. Between no rules, tests, text. and... Re- yeah, there's, like, so few cards that have, like, flavor text. Yeah. Just Poor like, guy lost his job. <laughs> the flavor text guy, yeah. Yeah. Like, Sorry. We that's probably something AI can do too, right? Yeah, we've we've moved on to just uh having more r- rules text, but like, yeah, there's yeah. just like, or it's like you know, like a line or like a couple words. It's it's interesting. Yeah. Like we've just lost that real estate. Yeah, but yeah, it's it kind of sucks. It it feels it kind of feels like rushed would be a good mm-hmm. way to put it. Well, it feels like it doesn't belong. I, I don't know. Like, Aftermath was a set that felt like it didn't belong. It was just kind of mm-hmm. leftovers, whatever, really cohesive. This. I know but we it, haven't seen all the cards. I hope I feel different. Yeah. That, but it kind of feels this, like this is all stuff just, that's just thrown together. Yeah. And exactly. like, and just like. It looks like 
somebody phoned it in. Like, oh yeah, yeah. We, I don't have my homework done. Can you can you scribble some words on a piece of paper? Uh, yeah, uh, delve, morph, manifest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like we already have those. Well, add ward two. Okay, yeah. so those are new mechanics. And then make it care about the mana value of the cards that were removed as opposed to just the number of cards. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Works for me. Uh, see you next week. I mean, realistically, everything except for for Suspect is we already had the mechanic. And, and Suspect is arguably the worst mechanic in this list. Yes, and Suspect is feels least like a mechanic. Yeah. We already had Disguise and morph we already had cloak and manifest we already had investigate and investigate we already had collect evidence delve and we already had cases as sagas mm -hmm. so like it's like it feels like they are so afraid like that the precedent has been every set brings like a bunch of new mechanics mm -hmm. right like we have shown that master sets work, yeah. right? We have shown that, like, Modern Horizons often doesn't bring new mechanics. Right. It just takes old mechanics and, you know, horribly cranks them up to 11. Yes. Right? Like, you can make a set where you don't make new mechanics mm -hmm. and just have, you know existing mechanics play together in different and new unique ways where like you know the you need five new mechanics or whatever or three yeah. new mechanics wherever it ends up being um really is kind of like a limited thing yeah. right you don't want all the you don't want all the limited environments to feel exactly the same but mm -hmm. like you could have a limited environment that had morph and spell mastery and mm -hmm. investigate right like we've never played a limited environment that has these as like main themes yeah right and that would be fine you don't have to make it disguise and right. uh dis discover evidence and yeah, also collect like evidence collect evidence but like also it kind of like, th the old mechanics, like, their names felt cleaner, mm -hmm. right? Like, like Constellation is really narrow, but Constellation's kind of like an evocative, like, right. world-building kind of name. Yeah, it's not bland. Yeah, and, like, Collect Evidence just feels like, what can we call this? I don't... Collect Evidence? Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. we need... We, we have clues, and then we have to have Snoop evidence. for papers. Right, yeah, but we we have to ha dig through the trash, right? Yeah. Like, like we have to have something about evidence, kind of thing, yeah. as opposed to being like, you know, like dig through evidence is a mechanic that becomes really hard to put into another set, mm -hmm. right? Like, so now we're gonna have some like knockoff version of dig through evidence. Where we're gonna yeah. be like, this is just whatever, discover evidence, whatever the heck it's called. Um, collect evidence. Collect evidence. I'm not gonna call it the right thing ever, right? We're gonna have like some other version that'll be like you know, delve the depths. Yeah. And you know, or like 
ransacked. Descent. Yeah, or like, uh, oh gosh, Crypt Robbery. Yeah. Crypt Robbery 4. Right? Like, it was like, yeah, this is way too specific to yeah. this set. We have to do something else. So we're going to steal this again, but we're going to call it something else because we like pigeonholed herself because we were too busy trying to make sure that we, again, uh, said everything that they, that, uh, that yeah. Marissa Hargitay said on the last episode we, of SVU. Yeah, we checked the evidence box. Yeah. Have to work the word evidence in here somewhere because we are investigating yep. with clues. Yep. And when you investigate with clues, you find what? Evidence, ladies evidence. and gentlemen. Yeah. I feel like I was just in the meeting. <laughs> I think you were. Yeah, you got like your whiteboard in front of you? We're investigating. We have clues. And when you do that, you have to... What was it again? Collect evidence. You got to collect evidence when you're looking you at them clues. The and it's like, okay, there we go. We have the name of the mechanic. Yep. Sweet. Or like, what was it? Like extort? Like that mm-hmm. was like, as a mechanic that is very like, yeah. you know, like works. Evocative like, flavor. Yeah, evocative. Like it yep. works better than like bribery or like, you know. Yep. The, you know, it would be like calling it Orzov taxation. Right. <laughs> and then like, oh man, we can't use, ex- we can't use Orzov taxation. We have to call it like something else. We got to come up with a different name. It's like, no, you had like a name that like was Worked. effectively like evergreen or deciduous that you could come back to. Yeah. And like they've, they've. Unfor- this- That's an unfortunate example though, because I'm they never got sure- back to it. Well, I'm pretty sure the reason they haven't gone back to it is because the rules text for it specifically calls out hybrid white-black. Mmm, yeah. Yeah, so... Makes it a little harder. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, it just it just feels like a lot of the mechanic names recently are just like... Let's just say real-world phrase. Yeah. And call it good. Yep, we'll call it that. As opposed to, like... Let's exist in our high fantasy world that we have developed for 30 years and put like limousines in it and <laughs> random other mundane real things. Yeah. So Gandalf. Gandalf. So um Space Marines. Sp- space Marines. And the TARDIS. I have I have a Space Marine in the cube now. Do you? Yeah. He like enters the battlefield and like Draws a card and has squad. So you can make a bunch of tokens of him. Excellent. Excellent. It's like a wild uncommon. It's like, why is this an uncommon? But yeah, so... Like, play-wise... The mechanics are probably fine. Like, I don't know, putting War 2 in all of your morphs just seems like unnecessarily punishing yeah right like thank goodness their solution wasn't to make shock uncounterable like they did I mean, with like they, they could have yeah like they did with the long goodbye yeah where they're just like uncounterable eliminate yeah <laughs> and they even call out this includes by the ward ability <clears throat> yeah just like, in case you didn't know. We slapped a million things with Ward in this set, and we were like, wow, you can't kill anything. I yep. guess we should fix that. 
Yep. So hopefully, like, over the next few days, like, cards come out and we're like, oh, these are, like, neat and workable. Yeah, I hope so. I hope it changes my mind, because I am not excited for this in the least. And typically, spoiler season is my favorite season. Yeah, like, it, and the cards don't have to be, like, powerful to be interesting. Like, they could just be, like, like, interesting. I think the most interesting card I've seen in this set is probably Crime Novelist, right? Yeah. It's, uh, I saw there's an infinite combo with it in Fabrication Module. Is that the right one? Oh, okay. Sorry, Animation Module. Whenever one or more plus one plus one pounders are placed on a permanent you control, you may pay one if you do make a servo. And then you just yeah. need a way to, like, sack. Mm-hmm. A sack a servo and then you just like get to like you, know, you can put a counter on it so like carry and feeder KCI yeah and you just broop. um so like but yeah like like that card looks like it'll do interesting things but yep yeah they don't have to be like automatically like the uh uh super like uh powerful they just like have to be interesting mm-hmm. and like I don't know. These cars just don't strike me as super interesting. Well, the mechanics don't strike me as super interesting. And I think it's hard to design interesting cards around uninteresting mechanics. Yeah. All right. So with all this, I think we got a show. We got a show. Uh, you made it this far. Thank you for listening for five years. Five years. Five long years. Um, I wonder how many people stuck with us the whole time. I don't know. Like, if if you've listened to 260 episodes of the Casual Tryhard Podcast, let us know. Reach out yeah, to us, us on know. social media, Facebook, Discord, Twitter, all that jazz, and be like, I've been here since the beginning. Hit us up. Yeah. I've also been here since the beginning. I have as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, say hey, but we appreciate all of you, uh, the, those of you who like keep listening so we keep making it, so... <laughs> uh yeah here's to you here's to five more years 260 more episodes yeah if you want to see that happen you can help to support the show in two different ways the first is with a tcg player affiliate link casualtryhard.com slash tcg head on over there do whatever shopping you're going to do anyway just do it at tcg player and support the show at the same time if you want to support us more directly Patreon.com slash casual is where you can do that. Uh, the juicy part of my rant we didn't cover. So that is in the pre show where patrons get mm. access to that. So you're welcome, patrons. A little bit of extra content for you. Patrons also get access to our show notes. So you kind of have an idea of what the that week's episode is going to be about. And you get put on my mailing list for when I have swag to send out. So if you, yeah, if any of that sounds good to you, or if you really want to hear what I ranted about this week, or if you just want to support the show, we like that as well. Head on over to patreon.com slash casual and chip a couple bucks in to help us out. Yeah. We would so, appreciate it. Yeah. So with that, we'll catch you on the internets. We'll catch you on the internets. 